Thank you for joining us today. We hope God speaks to you. We hope dreams come alive and faith is ignited so you can impact the world and those around you for God's kingdom. Enjoy the message. Hey, City Place, welcome to City Place Church Online. There's so many things happening in the life of our church and ladies, I wanna encourage you to be a part of the Sisterhood Road Trip. If you've got teenagers, you wanna make sure that they're, they're at Night of Joy coming up this, uh, this next Saturday. Um, but definitely ladies, road trip, uh, going down to amazing. Uh, get your spot, reserve it now because it will fill up. It's gonna be a good time. That kicks off actually our Sisterhood Weekend uh, in the month of May, we celebrate the strength of ladies during Mother's Day weekend, and it's just going to be a good time. But today we are continuing our series, It's Complicated. Last week, uh, we jumped into Genesis chapter two, <coughs> and we talked about Adam and Eve and how God had placed them in purpose. But because there was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they felt like they were missing something. And just that one reach of an apple caused them some complications. And so uh, I just want to dive in a little bit more today because God never designed for our life to be complicated, but sometimes life at times seems like it is. And complicated, based on its own word, is not found in Scripture. Complex is not found in Scripture, although we find complex and complicated situations. Complicated means this. It means to make something more difficult or confusing by causing it to be more complex. Complex means to literally add two more pieces to it to where it becomes uh, complex. And so life at times can become more complicated when we add things to it or the enemy throws things that God never designed to be a part. And, you know, I, I want you to do something for me right where you are. I want you to write down what's the most complicated area or areas in your life right now. Go ahead and do that. Your most complicated areas right now in your life. Just go ahead and write it down, right, right where you are. Go ahead and do that. You know, sometimes uh, in, my, in my life, there's certain things that I feel like are complicated. Like, uh, I feel like the Rubik's Cube is complicated. Those Sudoku, po you know, puzzles are complicated. I feel like um, we, we have an interstate here in, in Orlando called I-4. I feel like I-4 it's complicated. You, you have to ride on it. I feel like TV shows like 90 Day Fiance. Complicated. I feel like um, I feel like Ikea's furniture is complicated. I don't know if you've ever tried to put together an Ikea table, desk, chair. If you can't read pictures, it's complicated. There's some things in our life that just seem complicated. And last week I, I, I showed you an analogy just kind of of how at times in our life, God declares things to us and he says, I want you to put this puzzle of life together. There's something that I've called you to and I want you to fulfill its purpose and we grab the puzzle pieces and we just run off and we're trying to accomplish what we want to do but we never really look at how God designed for our life to play out and those things create complications because our life is like a puzzle it's it, it's got a designer and it's got the pieces that play in certain aspects of life finances relationships friendships career like 
all those there's pieces to the purpose that God has for us. And we don't really fulfill those things until we realize what the designer's intent really was. The reason why things get complicated sometimes is because we just grab the puzzle pieces and try to put it together on our own. And we don't really ask God at every stage of our life, what does he see? And so we called last week's message, Two Truths and a Lie. And let me just remind you of a couple of truths that we found when we read Genesis chapter 2. We found that uh, God has a unique vision and plan for our life. God took Adam and he placed him in a garden. Everything that he needed was around him, every resource, every tool, uh, every, everything he needed to eat. There was gold and there was onyx stones in the garden. So there was things for him to enjoy. God uh, gave him the responsibility of authority to name the animals and whatever he named them, that's what it was. He had the ability to walk with God in the cool of the day in God's purpose and in the place where God planned him. He gave him his spouse after he had done his single life for a while. God said, hey, it's not good for you to be by yourself. So I'm giving you a, a wife so that God established marriage right then and there. Like God's purpose and plan was established for, for him and then ultimately his wife. So God has a vision and a plan that's unique just for you for your life. Another truth is that God never meant for life to be full, to feel uh, or to be complicated. God placed him in a place where he says it's good. It's perfect. It's the way I designed it. But we find out a little bit later that they complicated things because of what they felt like they didn't have. And then the third truth was that God designed our life to be done with him, not void of him. God designed our life to be done with him, not void of him. Adam and Eve are walking in the cool of the day. God is walking animals over to him and saying, Adam, what, what do you want to call this? I want to spend time with you in the place and the purpose that I have designed for you. I have empowered you to live and to multiply and to possess. Everything that I have for you is right in front of you. But then some things started creeping up and they started looking more and more at the tree. And we said this last week, and this is where I want you to put uh, fill in the blank a little bit, because I asked you some areas that may be complicated in your life. And uh, I want you to fill these in in the blank. I want you, and we said this, we said in order for our life to work and matter, we need to let the one who designed it define it. Remember, we did the puzzle analogy, like in order for the puzzle pieces of our life to reach its max potential by being completed, we need to let the one who designed it, define it. And so what I want you to do in that blank is I want you to put in order for your blank life, your financial life, your relationship life, your marriage life, your career life, your time life to work and to matter. You need to let the one who designed it, define it. Adam and Eve lived in a place where they had everything that they could ever want. They had purpose. They had destiny. They had authority. God said, I've created you. When you read Genesis chapter one, I've created you in my image, in my likeness. You have the ability to subdue. You have dominion. You have my blessing. And I, I, I've given you the authority to be able to declare. He said, I've given you the herbs that you can eat of whenever you want. I've given you each other to enjoy however you want. You are married. Go and enjoy your relationships. There's nothing that will stop you in your purpose and your plan. Because I placed you in my purpose and plan. The problem is, is that they had everything they wanted except for the thing that they were told that they couldn't have. 
and the curiosity of, of what they didn't feel like they could have caused them to reach for an apple. And here's what C.S. Lewis said. He said, human history is a, is a long, terrible story of man trying to find something other than God to make him happy. And we went to Genesis chapter three, and there is where we found our lies. Because last week was two truths and a lies. And I just want to remind you, because in Genesis chapter three, we see some lies that jumped off the page. And here's the first one. God's word isn't totally true. The enemy steps in and he begins to say, did God really say that when you eat it, you'll die? So there's certain things that the enemy would try to drop that if we're not careful, we'll begin to believe that God's word isn't totally true. God's word is alive, is active. What you read is 100 percent true. You can't bend it. You can't try to have it conform to the culture that we live in today, which some people are trying. God's word is true. It was true thousands and thousands of years ago. It's true today. But the enemy will try to make it seem as though what you heard isn't true. He literally says, did he say it that way? Because surely. So he literally repeats what God said, but he puts a little twist on it to where that creates a little bit of doubt. The truth of the matter is God's given you a unique vision and plan for your life. Second lie is that the choice that you make won't hurt anything. The devil skulls is like, and you're not going to surely die. God knows that once you uh, eat that apple, you'll be like him. And that's the reason why he don't want you to eat it. It's like, eat the apple. You're not going to die. What's the worst that can happen? See, there's some lies that if I, if I make this decision, if I live this lifestyle, if I, if I, if, 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 if I take this little extra off the top, or if, 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 if I do this or do that, if I touch that, that is not going to hurt. Let me just tell you, like, there's some things that's not bad. There's some things that we feel like enhance our life. And I mean, when you look at it on the surface, it does. But is it what God wants us to do in that season of our life? Is he in the middle of that? Or are we just doing it for us? Like, those are the things that's like, I know it could seem small, but sometimes those little small OKs become something that impacts our family later. Yeah, so we'll be talking about those over the next couple of weeks. That's that lie. Third lie, righteousness is boring. But sin and self-leading is fun. Like the devil accuses God of having evil intent. He knows that when, listen, come here, come here, Eve, come here, Eve. He knows that after you eat that apple, you're going to be just like him. So he don't want you to have that access. Pause for a minute. Eve if she would have been focused on what God said, she would have remembered that God told her that he was cre- she was created in his image. Adam wouldn't have eaten that. He'd be like, wait a second. We are the very image of God. We lead in this purpose. We have authority in the purpose that God gave us. We declare what's going to take place in this land. We declare what the animals will do. God has placed us in the place where he loved for us to lead in his purpose which has become our purpose. We're not listening to the lie. We're going to get as close to God as we can. Sometimes our relationship with God can feel real boring, gets real dry. And that's when the enemy comes in and begins to say, man, you know what? God, he's not trying to heal your body. He's not trying to mend the marriage. He's not trying to promote you on your job. So go ahead and try to get up out of here. 
The grass is greener over there. Let's keep going. The other two lies before we jump into our focus for today. He said life will be better with you leading it. The devil tries to advise us at times that our sin or wrong choices are beneficial. Again, God knows that when you eat it, you're going to be like him. So, so go ahead and get what you don't know. And they eat the apple. And then we said last week that sometimes we get to the place where we feel like it's too late. And we run and hide. We believe that lie. The Bible says that Adam and Eve, they ate. And as soon as they ate, poof, whoa, put some clothes on. Don't walk around here like that. I don't want to see you without your clothes. Like the place where they used to be vulnerable and the place where they could communicate as a couple. Now they were wanting to keep secrets. And they started to hide themselves. The Bible says they went and made for themselves clothes, fig leaves. Who told them how to do that? Like they just figured it out. Life became more complicated. They were more transparent with God. They were open with God about their, 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 their situations and Next thing you know, they're hiding behind a tree as God is trying to find them. He's calling them, Adam, where are you? We hid ourselves because we knew you'd be frustrated because we ate the apple. Why did you do that? Feeling like it's too late, so they have to run and hide. That's a lie of the enemy. God, the devil uses our sin or our distractions or the, or the complicated thing to create shame that tries to impact our present and our future. It's a lie from the enemy. And as I was thinking about today, we said last week that in order for your, and you can put this in there, in order for your life to work, we have to let the one who designed it guide it. Like, so we have to let the one who designed it define it. We also have to let the one who designed it guide it. Psalms 37, 23 says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. I was thinking about this verse. It says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. I think about a meal sometimes when you order the meal and the meal is already prepared. It's moving towards you or you're moving towards it. The Bible says that the steps of a good man are already designed by the Lord and he delights in his way. God takes pleasure when you're walking in the way that God designed. But you and I have to let the one who designed it define it and guide it. And it caused me to think about some benefits to his guidance. Because God's guidance doesn't complicate, it alleviates things in our life. Like, if I follow his plan because he's placed me in my purpose, then he's going to lead me and guide me because he's the one that defined me. If he created you and if he created me in his image and in his likeness with authority and with power, the ability to subdue, to have dominion, to see things blessed, to be fruitful and to multiply and to replenish things in our life then we need to let the one that designed it, define it and guide it. And in Isaiah chapter 55, there's a passage of scripture that I just want to pull out some benefits. And then next week, we'll, we'll, we'll lean in just a little bit more because I don't want to just hop on just to the complicated issues of your life. We have to make sure that we're allowing God to lead us in every single thing because his guidance doesn't complicate life. It alleviates our life says this in Isaiah chapter 55. Now come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk. Watch this now. Without money 
and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, the Lord says, listen to me and eat what is good and you will delight in the richest affair. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a ruler and a commander of the peoples. The same thing that was promised in Genesis. He's like, I'm already and I've already done this for David. Trust me on this. Verse five. Surely you will summon the nations you know not and nations you do not know will come running to you because of the Lord, your God the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you for your word as we lean into your word today. God, I just thank you for your guidance. I thank you that as we lean in, God, that we will find the benefits of your guidance, that we will find the benefits of your presence. Because God, I just thank you that the complicated things in our life, you didn't design for it to be that way. You created us and you want to define us and you want to guide us in Jesus name. Amen. His guidance doesn't complicate. It alleviates. It lifts. And as I'm reading in Isaiah chapter 55, I just want to give you some five benefits and I'm sure there's more. Trust me, there's more benefits to his guidance. But just just so that we don't just jump to the next thing. Like we're, we're like, God, if we're really going to live life in a way where we're not dealing with complicated things. And you, you, we're, listen, guys, there's going to be stresses. There's going to be uh, trials and tests and temptations. I'm not saying this is not I'm not saying we're going to have a perfect life. But what I am saying is that we can position our life to where Jesus really is our number one. And we really allow God to be who he who, who he designed or, or, or who he is or who he said he is in our life. It's just that we have to allow him to define us and guide us. So, so, so the first thing that I realized is, watch this now, is that a benefit to his guidance is that we have an invitation to where he is. Like he literally says, come on, come to me. You're invited in. Come to where I am. If you're thirsty, I got something for you. I got water. He says, come and buy some stuff with no money. He says, you, 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 you spending stuff that's not really bread. Like you, 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 you complicating stuff. That's not really beneficial to the purpose and the life that I have for you. You, 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 you're investing in this. You're, you're, you're giving into this, but that's not a part of the life that I have. If you come into where I am, if you come into my purpose, you're invited in. Bring no money, but get all that I have. Look at that, y'all. Like you don't have to strive for it. You don't have to work for it. It's not complicated. I got refreshing for you. I got water for you. I got purpose for you. I've got destiny for you. It doesn't cost you anything. It's just an invitation. And then he says, just listen to what I'm saying. You will eat what's good from the riches of what I have. I don't know about you, but there's a verse in scripture that says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Like it all belongs to him. Why would I try to figure it out on my own? So the first thing is that we have an invitation to where he is. He literally watch now. 
He says, come to where I am so I can bring your attention and the focus on the main thing. Where I am is where my purpose is, my leading is, my plan is, my provision is for you. Second benefit is that nothing is withheld. When he's guiding, nothing is withheld. I know what you're saying, but Damon, you, I'm in a season right now where it seems like there's a roadblock here, a roadblock there, a roadblock here, a roadblock there. I've been there. It seems like life is so complicated. I've been there. It seems like I'm, I'm in a season of waiting. I've been there. It seems like I have uh, more of this, but I don't have a surplus of that. I've been there. We've all been there. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have obstacles and tests, but nothing is withheld in his guidance. If you and I, think about this now, if you and I, the creator of the whole world, if he created us in his image and his likeness, endued us with power and authority, he didn't withhold his best from us. Watch now, nothing is withheld. He didn't withhold Jesus from us. Ah, there is nothing that he won't do. In the New Testament, it says, no eye have seen, no ears heard, no entered into the heart of man, the thing that God has prepared for those who love him. Watch now, he's already got it prepared for you. But he says this, but I, I reveal it to them by my spirit. You and I have to spend time allowing him to lead us and guide us. It, it goes back to the truth that he has a unique purpose, a unique plan. The truth is, is that he didn't design for your life to feel complicated or to be complicated. He, and, and the truth of the matter is, is he designed us to do life with him, not void of him. So a benefit of his guidance is that nothing is withheld. Everything in his presence. Number three, number three, number three, number three. Watch now. He designs, defines, he makes, he establishes, and he guides lasting purpose. The key is, is that you and I have to stay close to him. Look at what it says in verse three and verse through six. He says, give ear, listen to me. I will make an, watch now, an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. He says, look, watch what I did with David. He says, David, he said, I rose him up to be a ruler and a commander. And I want to make a long lasting covenant with you. He said, I made him a ruler and a witness that what I say, I will do. So God is like, hey, when you allow me to guide, I design, I define, I make, I establish, and I guide your lasting purpose. I don't know about you, but it matters when you and I discover why God placed us here on earth. He didn't place us just to be the parents to X or the spouse to X or to be in this career or to live in this community or in this neighborhood. God designed you for a specific purpose. And sometimes life complicates those things because we may not allow him to define it or him to guide it. And then things seem a little bit complicated. Oh, I've prayed City Place Church that you and I in this year, in the year that we've declared, that God's declared, that this is the year that he finishes what he started. I pray that we discover the true purpose of why we exist here. That means you individually, me individually. Fourth thing, it's found in verse seven. When we allow him to guide the benefit of his guidance is that we get grace, forgiveness and love. We experience that. Look at what it says in verse seven. It says, let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord 
and he will have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. The Lord says, hey, let me define, let me guide. You have an invitation. There is nothing you'll have need of if you let me guide. He says, I'll design it all. I'll make you, I'll establish you lasting. He says, but in those moments where you misstep and you feel like you run, want to run and hide because the enemy's lies. Or you feel like you're not measuring up. Or you feel like you're missing the mark. Or you feel some kind of way. He's like, I got grace, forgiveness, and love. In fact, if you ask for the forgiveness, I, I'll pardon you. And I'll show you how much I love you. And here's the last one. A benefit of his guidance is that we get close enough to hear his whisper. We get close enough to hear his whisper. Adam and Eve are in the garden. And God places them in the place where he designed. You don't have anything to worry about. It's the invitation that I give you. We will walk it when you read it in the cool of the day together. It'll be face to face. My presence is here every single day. Nothing is withheld. Eat from every tree. Just don't touch that one. You're married. You, you're, you're vulnerable. Y'all enjoy each other. Be fruitful. Multiply. Add to the family. designed you to be built to last there's grace for you verse 8 says this for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways declares the Lord as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and then he goes on and says he says so my word that goes out from my mouth it will not return back to me empty but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent. God literally, when we are guided by him, he literally says, come so close, you can hear my whisper. There are things that I'm thinking about are so high. Plans that I'm thinking about you to get you to your purpose. But I'm not going to yell them out all the time. You're going to be able to need, you're going to need to know the sound of my whisper. When it comes to your time life, your career life, your family life, your single life, your mental life, your health life, you're going to need to come close enough to hear my whisper. Life can be complicated. Your situation can be complicated, but it doesn't have to be. God has literally promised a City Place Church that in every moment of our life, there's an ordered step, Psalms, that He's already planned for us. He's defined it. He's guided it. Now it's just time for us to follow. That's what we're going to talk about next week. Right where you are, will you just bow your head and close your eyes? Because I just feel like right now in this moment, I just want to pray for you right where you are. Some of us need the grace of God, the forgiveness of God, and to experience the love of God. Some of us need to go, okay, God, I need to be close enough to hear your whisper. I'm going to put you in priority. We need to let the one who defined 
our full life and our finance life or whatever that complicated issue is, God, I'm ready for this not to be complicated. I'm ready to put it back in your hands to see how you defined it and how you want to guide it. Because I want the benefits of your guidance. With every head bowed, every eye closed, maybe you, you're hanging out here today and you don't have a relationship with Jesus. I want to give you an opportunity to first start there. Discovering who you are starts with a relationship with Jesus. You will not find out who you are until you come into a relationship with Jesus. You are loved, yes. He knows you, yes. But you and I have to be close enough to hear his whisper. When you say, Damon, I need to have a relationship with Jesus and I'm ready to do it now. Your heads bow, your eyes closed, I'm going to pray for you. And then I'm going to include those of you who say, Damon, I'm ready to hear God's voice for myself in the clearest possible way. Not in the noise, but in his whisper. Everybody right where you are, will you just say this prayer after me? Say, dear Jesus, on this Sunday, I give you my life. I acknowledge that without you, I missed the mark. And I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. Jesus, you died and you rose again so I can have life. And I receive your grace and I receive your forgiveness and I receive your love. And I acknowledge boldly today that you are my Lord and you are my Savior. I am yours and you are mine. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, City Place, right where you are, will you make some noise for Jesus? Come on, right where you are, will you make some noise for Jesus? Well done on a decision that you made to follow Jesus Christ today as your personal Lord and Savior. Hey, I just want to give you just a couple of quick next steps. And I want to ask you, because some of you say yes to Jesus, but we really don't hear from you sometimes. So there's a connection card that you can uh, find online, cityplacechurch.com backslash card. I want you to fill that out and let us know the decision you made. The other thing is, is I want you to jump into uh, a city group. Our city groups are designed to where we come alongside you, you can do life together, and we grow together to become fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. And so I want to encourage you to take those two next steps today. Amen? Well done. All of heaven is celebrating. The last thing that we're going to do today is we're going to worship the Lord with our giving. One of our core values here at City Place Church is that God has called our church to live to give. And one of the ways that God allows us to fulfill the purpose that he has for City Place Church, just like we talked about the puzzle, is that we worship the Lord with our giving. We believe that that giving is an act of worship. And when you give and I give and City Place as a whole gives, we're able to make an impact, not just in our community, but also establish the work and the function of the local church right here in Central Florida. And so as you're giving today, our team's put up the information. I'm just going to pray. And I just declare that we will allow him to lead. So even in this moment, when it comes time to give, you say, Holy Spirit, in my giving life, what have you defined and what are you going to have me do? How will you guide me in this moment? So always pray and say, Lord, what will you have me to give? Because there's always something that God has for us to respond to. And so let's just pray right here, right where we are. Father, we love you today. Thank you for the lives that said yes. Thank you for the benefits of your guidance. We don't take it for granted. Father God, that you allow us access into your presence. Thank you for inviting us in. Thank you for handling everything so that we know that there is not a need that we have. Father, I pray that you seal the deal as we draw closer to you and bless our giving today. Let it be worship to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Bless our week. Amen. 
Have a great week, City Place. We love you. Thanks so much for joining us. Stay connected by subscribing to the City Place Church podcast, following us on Instagram, checking us out on Facebook, or by visiting our website, www.cityplacechurch.com. Thank you.